This is a special Walker Cup episode from the Back of the Range Golf Podcast, The Road to Hoy Lake, presented by AmateurGolf.com. And now your host, Ben Adelberg. Welcome to the Back of the Range. I am your host, Ben Adelberg. This is episode 94. If you've been following along on AmateurGolf.com and all of the Back of the Range's social media channels, you're well aware of where I am right now. I'm at Hoy Lake in the UK for the Walker Cup matches. It's been an incredible experience thus far, and if I haven't done so enough already, please allow me to thank all the listeners here at the back of the range that have tuned in since we started back in January of 2018. Me getting here would not be possible without all your support, so I'm glad to be bringing you these episodes and these interviews while I'm here at Hoylake. I'm reporting daily blog entries on AmateurGolf.com, so if you'd like to get some up-to-the-minute information on the Walker Cup and everything that I've seen while I'm here, make sure you head over to AmateurGolf.com for my insider notes the entire week right up to the final matches. So if you enjoyed and listened to all of the episodes within our Road to Hoylake series, you might have noticed that two names were missing, John Augenstein and Andy Ogletree. Well, I was able to catch up with them right before the U.S. team headed over to the U.K. last Friday. Just had a few quick moments with them both, but they clearly were not shy about sharing their thoughts about the final match in the U.S. Amateur and their selection to the U.S. Walker Cup team. We'll do a little bit of housekeeping as always. Make sure, again, you're following on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All the information is available at thebackoftherange.com. Make sure you're subscribed to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Let's get into this episode really quick. John, welcome to the Back of the Range. Glad to be on. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I've spoken to a lot of the guys that are on the team. I've spoken to them in there, uh, whether they're at their house or they're on campus or they're preparing for tournaments. Uh, we are cutting it close. Where are you right now? I'm in the uh, Newark airport in New Jersey. I'm just kind of hanging out and watching Netflix and just waiting until we get on the plane. <laughs> so you guys are heading over. Uh, early for a couple of days, just kind of get your clock straight and kind of get yourselves acclimated to the weather and to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is, what is kind of on this schedule of what you're going to be doing for the next couple of days before you actually tee it up in the Walker cup matches? From my understanding, I've looked at the itinerary. Um, I haven't really studied it to be honest. So I don't know uh, everything that we're doing, but I do know that um, due to the time change, we land, Saturday morning at 7.15. And, um, you know, from there, I guess we'll probably get breakfast and whatnot and, and uh, you know, kind of uh, go to the hotel, kind of check in and whatnot. And then we're going to play at a, maybe nine holes at a place called, I think, Wallacey Golf Club or Wallacey Country Club, something like that. Okay. And, um, and just try to stay awake as long as we can <laughs> so that we can. I've been there. It's awful. You can't sleep. You just absolutely yeah. have to stay awake as long as possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been overseas, so I don't really know what to expect. I'm excited though. I can't, you know, can't wait to get over there. You know, obviously watching, growing up watching the British Open and Ryder Cups over there. Um, you know, some of the European tour events, you know, the golf looks, um, you know, challenging, but like fun to play, and especially yeah. going to be different, definitely, definitely going to be a different kind of challenge. And yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't wait to get over there and get things going. Yeah, we're going to play Wallace C, and then we're going to play Royal Burkdale, I think, two or three times, and then head over to Royal Liverpool and start, you know, the actual Walker Cup prep. Um, you are one of the guys that was at, I mean, obviously you are you were at the practice session that just wrapped up at Pinehurst with the final team, but you were one of the guys 
you know, along with, uh, with Stu and, and with Brandon and Isaiah that were at the practice sessions in South Florida, I've talked mm-hmm. to them about it and I've gotten different kind of takes on what it felt like and what it was. Was this kind of a relaxed, get to know everyone kind of hit and giggle during December at some sweet tracks kind of an, kind of experience or were you going in there uh, a little bit, maybe, I mean, were you competing or was it just kind of getting to know everyone? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it was kind of a confusing experience for me as well. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, because I think we were all, you know, none of us are on a team yet and, and, uh, you know, we're all trying to make a team and, um, but they made it very clear that, you know, how we play this week, that week, you know, really doesn't matter. It's really just kind of an opener you know, want to get to know people, say hello and yeah. see how, you know, see team chemistry and who, who kind of gels with who and just kind of get things, you know, everybody kind of acquainted with each other. And, and so it was more than anything, it was just really fun. And, uh, we played some awesome golf courses. I got the opportunity to play, um, Seminole, which, you know, for every, everybody who knows anything about golf, it's really special place. And, 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 you know, not one that you oftentimes get to say that you got to play. And so, um, you know, having the opportunity to play some great golf courses and, um, and kind of middle of December, you know, most of us are all kind of, you know, not really playing much, yeah, taking time trying. off, yeah. you know, I just finished, you know, finals week. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of decompressing. Yeah. None of us, well, except from, I guess, Stu, who's living in LA every day, freaking playing LACC, <laughs> I guess, I guess he was a little sharp, but, uh, nothing, for most nothing of the- <laughs> wrong with giving the old man a little bit of the needle. I think it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, all of us were kind of, you know, had been, um, you know, not playing a whole lot. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of nice to know that it wasn't very serious because, you know, none of us, certainly none of us were in, uh, you know, perfect form. Um, and so if that would have been a qualifier, I don't know. Yeah. That would have been who was the best of the worst, I think. Well, it's, it's a nice place to, to kind of hang and get to know everyone. Especially exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're doing these practice uh, sessions and obviously the team format over there at the Walker cup or at any Walker cup is alternate shot. Mm-hmm. What, what in your mind, at least for you, that fits your personality, what for you makes a good alternate shot partner? Do you want someone that matches your intensity or maybe someone that, um, you know, can, can maybe level you out, so to speak. I'm curious what your thoughts on, yeah. yeah what, what is your perfect match and not mentioning names of course, cause it's right. still early, but like the type of personality. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had success with both kinds of, um, you know, people playing alternate shot. If I've, you know, I've played with some guys that are, um, a little more relaxed. No, no, I don't want to say relaxed a little more, um, or a little less emotional than myself. Sure. And it's been, we've been very successful and I've, play with guys who are equally as emotional and also been very successful. And so, you know, I think that, I think that the more than anything, you just want to play some, play with somebody that you really enjoy. You don't want to, um, which all of us on the team are, are, um, you know, have become good friends throughout the, you know, coming months of hopefully making a team and, and also not, or also being at, uh, you know, college tournaments, amateur tournaments, we always see each other. And so yeah. we've known, all of us have known each other for a long time. Um, so, I really just think it's, it's kind of, who do you want to play with? Who do you really, you know, like to play with? And, and uh, I do think there's a little bit of strategy in that, you know, you don't want to 
my opinion, you don't really want to put two maybe short hitters together. And, um, you know, you don't want to put two guys that maybe don't. Aren't the most accurate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you want to have a little bit of difference there. Sure. Um, but at the same time, I think the main, the main focus is just playing with somebody that you enjoy being around and somebody that you can kind of gel with throughout the day. And, um, I think the most important thing in alternate shot is just, you know, acting like you're playing your own ball because as soon as you start thinking you got to hit a, a shot for your partner or for someone else is when you put pressure on yourself that's unnecessary and, 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 you know, it can, it can kind of turn and turn bad, but yeah. uh, you just play how you want to play and, 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 um, you know, have a good plan and all. I mean, in the end, you're just playing golf and trying to win holes. And so I think it's a really fun format. I've enjoyed playing a lot of alternate shot with the, in the practices. Well, I, I heard about the, uh, the beat down you and Smalley put on, put on at the bears club. So, um, yeah, we destroyed Wolf and Mancino. <laughs> oh, Oh, I didn't know who you're playing against. I'm glad you uh, elaborated on that. Thank you. I, I was kind of wondering who was on the recipient of that. I just thought, it yeah. was, okay. I just thought it was you guys just going out. I didn't realize you're actually playing against another team. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We were playing, we were playing Wolf and Mancino. And I think they shot like, I don't know, maybe three or four under and, I mean, they didn't, I want to say, maybe don't quote me on this, but I don't think they won a hole. I think we covered every birdie they made. And obviously we got, we got really hot. Well, I don't, I don't know about Mancino, but clearly Wolf has just been devastated by this. I mean, he has just not been able to move <laughs> forward and just, I mean, right. I mean, yeah, it really put a, yeah, a damper <laughs> on his career. Yeah. Well, hopefully he could pick himself up by the bootstrap. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I know we got just a little bit of time. Um, I wanted to ask you this one. You know, I spoke with Stu Hagestad and, you know, he had the advantage over every single one of you guys where he has been through a summer season leading up to a Walker Cup. And Mm -hmm. I know you didn't do a lot of press during the summer. What was kind of your mindset of getting yourself through this summer and mentally putting yourself in a position to, you know, obviously it seems like you really took advantage of the U.S. Amateur more than anyone, perhaps, except obviously, uh, you know, Andy, no one else really made the jump and really solidified a case for, for them to be on the team other than you. I'm wondering how you approach your summer. If you can just briefly explain that. You know, making the Walker cup team was, it was my main goal of the entire summer. And, um, you know, in the beginning, you know, a lot of people had kind of told me, you know, just play, don't get wrapped up in it and, and, and it'll kind of work itself out. But, um, I was just not playing. I wasn't playing bad. I just, it was, you know, you're, I was in that kind of uh, weird stage of golf where, you know, you're really close to playing well, but you're just not scoring well yet. Yeah. And, um, you know, it happens all the time, but it, it's a good thing and a bad thing because you do know it's coming, but you don't know when it's going to come. And so, uh, but anyway, you know, about midway through the summer, I just sat down and talked to Coach Lamont. And my parents and I just kind of said, like, I'm kind of tired of acting like the Walker Cup isn't going on. Like, the the truth of the matter is, I'm trying to make this team. That is the goal. So why would I, you know, neglect that and make and make myself feel like it's not happening and it's just going to fall into place? And that's not that's not who I am. I've always had goals and focused on them and, and chased them. Not not just hope um, they let, them, let them. Yeah, hope they happen or let them come to me. Like that's a uh, you got to You got to earn you know, everything that you get and, and I can't, you can't just go when you're trying to make, a, especially a Walker cup team or 
at some point in my career, hopefully a Ryder Cup team. Like, it's just not something you can – I don't feel like it's something that just kind of falls into place. You you go out, you play well, and you earn your spot. And um, that's kind of what I focused on towards the end of the summer, and it worked out. I uh, couldn't agree more. You uh, definitely approached it. It definitely paid off. And, uh, you know, we haven't, we won't even talk about that tournament in April you're going to play in in Augusta. So I know <laughs> you get that waiting on you. But uh, before you hop your flight, let's finish on something a little bit fun. You're at the airport. What did you forget to bring? I know there's something you forgot. What'd you forget? Um, what did I forget? I, uh, let's see. I remember, I kind of feel like I might have packed a little bit too much like it still fit in all my suitcase and everything but uh i don't know i feel like i got my backpacks full my suitcase full my golf bags full and it's just a lot oh it's kind of funny my um the pants we're wearing today are like they're just these polo khaki pants and we had to get all of our stuff altered at pinehurst Uh and um by seamstress and uh all my pants, you know, were altered correctly to, you know, how they should fit, except for the khaki pants we're wearing today. <laughs> um, they are four inches above my ankle. Oh, beautiful. Man, you're hip, dude. That's awesome. That's I didn't even, I told, I, I hadn't tried them on, you know, I, like I got them. I was like, oh, they should be perfect. And then, you know, yesterday afternoon, I was like, you know what, I'm going to you know, try those on just real quick, see if there's anything wrong. And I tried everything on. You got jog, you got, you got joggers on, don't you? Um, have joggers that aren't joggers. Uh, I'll let you go on this real quick one. Uh, you got an eight or nine hour flight from Newark over to uh, the UK. Who's the, yeah. who's the one guy in the plane? Who's the one guy in the team that you're, you're afraid would talk your ear off for eight hours that you just can't be sat next to? Mm, the guy who would talk my ear off. Probably still. Okay. <laughs> You're right. That's the right answer. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to let you go, John. Uh, safe travels over there. Looking <laughs> forward to looking forward to uh, looking forward to seeing you uh, over at Hoylake and all the best. Congrats on making the team. Thanks very much. John, thanks for the time. Have a safe flight over to the UK. Now let's welcome in the new United States amateur champion, Andy Ogletree. Andy, welcome to the back of the range. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I, I we're catching you at the very, very last minute before you leave the country. You're at the airport yeah. <laughs> getting ready to leave with your team, uh, cutting it close. Um, I just spoke with Augenstein, so let me ask you a couple of the same questions that I asked him. Nobody yeah. packs everything and for, and remembers every single thing before a golf trip. What did you forget to bring, or are you are you pretty confident that you're you're all handled? I'm feeling pretty good about it Okay. <laughs> I told, until I bring my, it up. <laughs> my head coach, uh, Bruce Hepler picked me up and I said, I told him, uh, on the way to the airport, I said, I've never felt more confident about a pack job in my life. Oh, oh, so you got some, <laughs> but, uh, you got some swag going with the, with the packing yeah, yeah, skills. I got, I got the confidence going right now, but, um, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure I forgot something. <laughs> they, they gave us a really good checklist though. And I made sure I had everything. So at least have the important stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. You got your sticks, you got your clothes, and and of course you got the the freshly minted passport from uh Oh yeah. Uh, we know. can figure out the rest. Oh my gosh, <laughs> boy. Um I, you know, I've spoken to a lot of amateurs over the last uh, you know, year and a half and uh, discussing US yeah. amateurs, and I've always felt that just from the outside looking in, that the semifinal match of a US amateur has got to be the hardest. And yeah, definitely. Because, okay, so did you feel that that match to get into the final was maybe mentally tougher than actually being in the final itself? Yeah, I uh, 
I didn't get much sleep before the semifinal match. Um, there's a lot that comes with it, obviously, and it's hard not to get ahead of yourself and think about that stuff. But um, I've kind of talked about it with some people, and I don't really think that was why I didn't play well in the semifinal match. Um, once I once I started the round, it kind of all went away. And uh, I mean, Pinehurst is so difficult that you can't really think about anything but the shot because you have so much to think about. I mean, just like a general thought process in the course is, I mean, every tee shot, you're trying to hit it to a certain part of the fairway because the green's on the left or on the right. And then if you don't hit it in that part of the fairway, you're trying to figure out what kind of lie you have in the sand dunes. And then when you're hitting into the greens, you're trying to hit it to a certain spot. I mean, it's just... It's just a lot. It's a lot to think about. And it's hard to it's hard to wander your mind because you have so much to think about on the course. So um, honestly, I think the course being so difficult helped with nerves and getting ahead of myself but um yeah i mean match play is one of those things I mean, you have to play what six matches and uh at some point you you could run into someone that has a really good day and makes a lot of putts and there's nothing you can do about it so yeah. luckily i didn't run into one of those matches that day and i just kind of grinded it out and got it done and uh played really well in the final match so you uh you you mentioned in a previous article that you you know you had this great summer but you kind of at least from what what I can tell you're a little bit tired a little bit burnt out on golf I know you won the Monroe Invitational yeah uh please please tell me about the Neshoba County Fair and how that recharges <laughs> the batteries of a golfer because I I have a little bit of Midwest ties so yeah um, a, a good a good carnival and some live music and some really you know terrible food and a few beers never hurt anyone so. <laughs> Uh, no doubt. I, I've never been there. So, uh, walk me through what that whole experience is like. Okay. It's, uh, so I live in a small town in Mississippi and it's like the fairgrounds are 20 minutes from my house. So it's always been a huge family get together. Um, we have a three story cabin. First of all, there's, there's 700 fair cabins and like 600 campers outside of the fairgrounds. So, yes. um, it's a lot of people. Um, my cabin sleeps like 45 people, what? which is crazy. Like everyone just has bunk beds. And, uh, I mean, it's basically like going to camp for sure. kids, but it's, uh, it's adults. So, um, they have concerts every night. They have horse races during the day, every day. They bring in all these big country bands and, um, well, you know, if yeah. there's a grand, <laughs> they you know, have carnival you, rides. Yeah. You know, if there's a grand marshal of that thing, you know who it's going to be next year, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. We're hoping for that. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's already, but, uh, put, already put in place. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of famous people that come. Archie Manning's cabin's like four down from mine. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty neat. Nice. But yeah. It definitely it allows me to just kind of put the clubs down for a couple of days. It's been a long, I mean, from January until, july 1st i basically go every other week to a tournament and um i had a really busy july and i was just so exhausted that i was just i needed to put the clubs down for a couple of days and yeah i went to the neshoba county fair stayed the whole week this year which is like the first time i've ever done that um i've normally played a tournament during that week growing up it was always the state junior amateur always fell that week and uh and then now as I've gotten older, it's the, the Western amateur. So this year didn't do that one. And 
I went to Pinehurst fresh. I mean, I wasn't that sharp with my game when I got there because I haven't played in a couple of weeks. But, I mean, I'd played a couple of fun rounds with buddies, but hadn't played a competitive round. So, um, kind of knocked the rust off in the practice rounds and figured some stuff out and felt really good about it from there. Yeah. Do you do you dare bring uh, do you dare bring the Havemar Trophy to the Neshoba County Fair next year? Yeah, for sure, perfect. it'll be there. <laughs> perfect. Okay, perfect. Um, you know, I've spoken a lot of the a lot of the guys I've, I've spoken to, and of course, you were coming in, you know, just around the 100, 110 mark in the World Amateur Golf Rankings yeah. coming into the USAM. So, you know, I think it's fair to say you weren't maybe at the the you know. No, I wasn't even on the watch list. Okay, okay, so that that helps me into this next question. What were your thoughts going into the U.S. Amateur? Did you even think to yourself, hey, uh, if I, you know, run this thing, uh, I'm going to Hoylake? Or did you just kind of jump into it as, hey, let's just play hard and see what happens? It was definitely play hard and see what happens. But once I got to, I guess, the quarterfinals, I think I had an interview question and said, uh, what would it mean to win this championship? And eventually, <laughs> I mean, eventually get to the, the Walker Cup team. And that got me kind of thinking, like, oh, you know, <laughs> I win this thing, I get to play on the Walker Cup team. But uh, yeah, I didn't really, didn't really think about that too much. Um, I was more just kind of focused on winning, and um, the other stuff would come after that. I know that sounds crazy because the Walker Cup's such a big deal, but um, I really did just try to focus on winning every match, and one shot at a time, one stroke at a time, one match at a time. And, yeah. Um, I was really proud of myself for staying in at every shot. I had asked several of the guys that I've interviewed prior to you. I said, it just, it's such a crazy thing that's going to happen to the person that eventually wins the U S amateur, you know, they're, yeah. they're going to be on that Walker cup team and all the, the majors that they get to play. And Oh, by the way, they have a tee time in April for 36 holes with tiger woods. A lot of the yeah, guys, not too bad. <laughs> a lot of the guys forgot about it. They're like, Oh, you're right. And I'm like, how, are, how do you not think about that? <laughs> so, um, I'm sure it sounds, it sounds to me that you, you knew that a little bit or did, when, is, yeah. when did it hit you? I mean, after you win, did it, when did that dawn on you again? I mean, obviously you're like, Oh my God, Walker cup. Oh my God. Masters. They're like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It all just kind of hit me at once. Um, kind of the cart ride from 17 green to the clubhouse it was just all kind of racing through my mind yeah but um but you got time to think about yeah, that. that's it, later that's yeah, we, yeah we got, got we're it. gonna we're gonna take it one at a time and, yeah, uh, yeah this this is the first one that comes with it so i'm super excited about this week it's such a fun group of guys and a lot of really good players so um i'm looking forward to playing links golf i've never played links golf so nice. that'll be something new and try to figure it out we have um basically six days to figure it out so um it's gonna be a really fun experience and i just can't wait to get over there absolutely um you're about to hop on your flight to head over there actually i was going to ask you really yeah. quickly what uh, uh how much nicer was the experience at pinehurst with the guys in that little casual practice session as opposed to the stress and strain of the u.s amateur did it even feel like the same place um no, we had no stress at all. <laughs> I mean, you're like, I, we had a great I, time. Yeah, I was just nauseous here last week, and now it's like, oh, this is a fantasy camp. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't sleep much um, during the USM, and got some really nice sleep during the Walker yeah. Cup practice. So, <laughs> I, I bet um, we played some alternate shot and uh, trying to see who's going to play with who and kind of get a good feel for alternate shot because it's not something we're used to playing. So. Um, 
yeah, we, we did a lot of that and hung out a lot. And, I mean, it's like I said, it's a fun group of guys. And I mean, there was so many laughs and carrying on. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously being able to decompress after all the, 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 the stressful summer, I'll get you out of here on this yeah. one. You're about to get on about a seven or eight hour flight across the pond. Um, yeah. you got nine other guys in your team. Who is the one guy that you would be a little bit hesitant to sit next to for eight hours and fear that they would just talk your ear off? I don't think anyone will be talking. Uh, it's throughout the night, and the USGA was nice enough to get us some some good headphones, so I'll just oh, put those oh, on. Okay, well that's a that's a very diplomatic way of answering that question. Very, I, I expect nothing less from the United States Amateur Champion. Uh, Andy, safe travels. Uh, we'll see you in Hoylake. Congrats on all your success. Congrats on all the things coming your way. And uh, yeah, have fun at the Walker Cup. We'll see you there soon. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Special thanks to Andy Ogletree, the new U.S. Amateur champ. John Augenstein, both of them will be at the Masters next spring. Make sure you're following along on AmateurGolf.com and TheBackOfTheRange.com the entire week. We'll see you next time here at the Back of the Range.